Recorded live. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. Thirty years after his last march in a college band, parade enthusiast Fred Diaz took a big step. Soon after 9-11, he said, This is my calling, this is my time. And he formed the Alamo City Community Marching Band. Unlike Fred's college days, this band was for adults. Adults with experience or not, it didn't matter. This marching band was for doctors and lawyers, heavy equipment operators and plumbers. It was for anyone who shared Fred's passion for the camaraderie, the teamwork of a band playing and marching in step. This is Howard Butt Jr. of Laity Lodge. Do you know your calling? Is this your time? What are you waiting for? What is your next big step in the high calling of our daily work? You are listening to Quiet Storm Inspirations with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. Hey, Nick Cannon here. So, of course, we all know there's lots of talent in America. But unfortunately, there's something else we've got way too much of. Childhood hunger. 17 million kids struggle with it in this country. But here's the thing. This problem is entirely solvable. Seriously, we already produce more than enough healthy, nutritious food in this country to feed every single last one of those hungry kids. We just need a way to get it to them. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks is out there every day gathering surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families all across the country. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Together we can solve hunger. Together we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Today, we're taking a close look at one of God's greatest gifts, the gift of smell. This is the Creation Moments Minute. The ability to smell is one gift we often take for granted. That's probably because we usually identify things more quickly with one of our other senses. At the same time, Thanksgiving dinner would not be the same without the smell. Some of the most unlikely creatures have a sense of smell. Believe it or not, even fungi have a sense of smell. Worms have organs on their heads to sense odor. Ticks carry their scent-detecting organs on their feet. This arrangement would not work for us. Mollusks smell through their gills. The salmon uses smell to find the same brook in which he was spawned. Lizards and snakes use their tongues to detect scents. More about the gift of smell tomorrow on the Creation Moments Minute. I'm Darren Marlar. Good evening and welcome to Quiet Storm Inspirations, day before Easter Sunday. Uh, this is going to be, I hope you all have a wonderful and blessed Easter Sunday tomorrow. Now, here's the music for tonight.
Bystanders, please continue to talk to the radio. Don't forget, tomorrow morning, we will be on from 5 to 6 to school for one hour. Tomorrow morning, from 5 to 6. Join us then. This is Marvin Sapp. And above all, good evening to you and yours. you
we'll be gone a little while. Come and walk beside me. Come and hold your papa's hand. I go to make an altar and to offer up my land.
landlord legally evict a church from leased space? With a word of caution for today's pastors, here's attorney David Gibbs Jr. of the Christian Law Association. An expanding church decided to lease space in a nearby building to use as an activity center for their youth. The contract they signed allowed them to provide education, recreation, and community service. A few years later, the church decided to switch buildings with the youth and have their main worship in the leased building. When the landlord learned that worship services occurred in the building, the church was given an eviction notice. The church contacted the Christian Law Association, believing that religious discrimination was occurring. After reviewing the documents, one of our attorneys advised this wonderful church that this was not a case of constitutional discrimination. The church had simply violated their written lease agreement. If it's been a while since you've been to our website, you really ought to check it out. Christianlaw.org is a virtual tool shed of legal tools, legal advice for pastors and ministries, answers to difficult questions, links to helpful PDF files, and much more. So check it all out at christianlaw.org, christianlaw.org. Hi, I'm Edward James Olmos. I'm here to talk to you about RAD, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. Think about it. You have choices that you can make in your life, good choices and bad ones. Drinking and driving, bad choice. Why? The life you may take may even be your own. Think about it. Drinking and driving doesn't mix. Get a designated driver. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. We are talking about our world today. Oh, and someone's on the line. Hi, I'm Jacqueline. Welcome, Jacqueline. How old are you? You sound so young. I'm eight. Oh, wow. I assume you're a student, right? Yes, from Jefferson Elementary. And I have a question. Sure. And what's your question? We all know the Earth has seven continents that currently carry 193 countries. Those continents make up 29% of the Earth's surface meaning that the vast majority of our planet, 71%, is comprised of water. Taking into consideration man automatically adapts to environmental conditions, why is it that I need to take swimming lessons? Are you ready for kids who eat healthy? Good nutrition can lead to great things. To find out how a healthy lifestyle can help your child succeed, go to mypyramid.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and USDA. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 31 and 32 tell us, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you, with all malice, and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ also forgave you. There's no way we can defeat our enemy as long as we use his weapons against our brothers and sisters in Christ. As Paul warned us in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 12, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Bitterness, wrath, anger, malice, these things are not of God. The weapons he has given us to defeat these things include kindness, tenderheartedness, and forgiveness. Paul tells us in Romans chapter 12, verse 18, 
if it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. And in verse 21, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Those commands are intended for us today, every bit as much as they were intended for the Christians in Rome. Jesus has given you the spirit of peace, love, and a sound mind. It is in your power to live peaceably. Determine today to overcome the weapons of wrath with weapons of mercy. And now for the weather. Today's weather brought to you by the American Stroke Association. All across America, it's a clear, beautiful day with temperatures in the 70s and not a drop of rain forecasted. However, it seems African Americans can expect a chance of rain. Oh, and a chance of hail, a chance of multiple Class 5 tornadoes. And if that's not enough, watch out. A chance of a freak meteor shower later this afternoon. The odds are it's going to be very dangerous out there. It's called the odds. And the odds are African Americans suffer almost twice the risk of having a stroke as white Americans. But the forecast doesn't have to be so gloomy. There are steps you can take to help beat the odds. Start by calling 1-888-4-STROKE or go online to strokeassociation.org. Join the power to end stroke. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Thank you. 
福。
Little inspiration. You got me. That's the jam there.
widely known for her autobiography, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. This step has a portrait of, of Angelou along a quote from the author, a bird, which reads, quote, A bird doesn't sing because it has an answer. It sings because it has a song. End of quote. You can... Um, now prepay, you know, pre-order it now. This is all. This is from the um, L.A. Times online. The information I got. And today would have been her 87th birthday. She passed away last year at age 86. Of course, as you remember, she was awarded the, uh, the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2011 by President Obama. And was founded upon at uh, President Clinton's 1990, 1993 inauguration. Right. It's now, according to the postal service, it's, it's now available. Uh, the postage stamp goes on sale April the 7th and can be pre-ordered, So, which is Tuesday, by the way. So you can get your you can get your uh, stamp your Maya Angelou stamp on Tuesday. Just wanna let you just wanna let you know about that. Oh, and don't forget, tomorrow morning, once again, we'll be on for one hour at five AM from five to six, only one hour. This Sunday. Morning inspirations on your talk show and general radio. You are listening to Quiet Storm Inspirations with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. Hey, Nick Cannon here. So, of course, we all know there's lots of talent in America. But unfortunately, there's something else we've got way too much of. Childhood hunger. 17 million kids struggle with it in this country. But here's the thing. This problem is entirely solvable. Seriously. We already produce more than enough healthy, nutritious food in this country to feed every single last one of those hungry kids. We just need a way to get it to them. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks is out there every day gathering surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families all across the country. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Together we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. 2015 is an important electoral year for Haiti, which has not had elections over the past three and a half years. Unfortunately, the parliament became dysfunctional at the beginning of January, and the president is now obliged to use executive authority govern. As a result of this, the president issued an electoral decree on the 2nd of March, and subsequently on the 13th of March, he issued a presidential order with the calendar for the elections, the first round of legislative elections on the 9th of August, the second round of legislative elections together with the first round of presidential elections and the municipal and local elections on the 25th of October. And if it were to be required, a second round or runoff presidential election 
on the 27th of December. And are all the political actors in agreement with this calendar which has been proposed? There are some of the political actors, some of the political parties who have expressed some dissatisfaction uh, over the calendar. Nonetheless, the political parties in particular have generally tended to indicate that they will participate in the elections, and therefore uh, MINUSTA and the UNDP continue to work with the Electoral Council and with the government in respect of matters such as logistics and uh, security for the elections. With respect to security for the elections, of course, the Haitian National Police, which is the only national body for the provision of law and order in the country, will also be required to support. And is the current state of preparation of the National Police adequate? The Haitian National Police is, at the present time, numbering 11,900. MINUSTA and the police component of MINUSTA has worked with the Haitian police we have seen good progress being made as we work to support the modernization and the professionalization of the police. We are working with a view to achieving the goal of a minimum of 15,000 HNP officers by 2016. There have been quite a number of tensions recently between Haiti and its neighboring country, the Dominican Republic. What is the current state of relations between the two countries? The Foreign Minister of Haiti, Minister uh, Julie Brutus, and the Foreign Minister of the Dominican Republic, Minister Andres Navarro, met on two occasions over the course of last week. On the second occasion, on the 13th of March, they signed a declaration of uh, Himani, which points the way forward with respect to opening up the possibilities for more discussion to resolve some of the tensions that have surfaced in recent months. And I believe that this is, as I said, a good way forward for the relations between both countries. You mentioned during your intervention in front of the Security Council that there had been a recent increase in the number of cholera cases at the end of 2014. What triggered that, and what are some of the measures that should be put in place to prevent a, a further escalation? The spike in cholera cases reported at the end of uh, 2014 in uh, a certain area of metropolitan Port-au-Prince was due to the fact that we observed that there had been a breach of the water distribution channel provided by the state water authority, and that uh, created the conditions for contamination of the line, and that led to the increase infections. Cholera remains a serious threat for Haiti. It will be important that the underlying vulnerability and risk factors be addressed, and also that emergency response to reported cases of cholera be improved. The support for the National Cholera Elimination Plan is one of the four priorities of a transitional appeal, which the UN launched uh, in Geneva this week and in Haiti on the 11th of uh, March. This transitional appeal is a movement from the humanitarian focus to the development focus. We are hoping to target the 3.6 million persons who live in the 20 highest-risk communes, including four in the metropolitan area. Be still and know.
In a letter addressed to the Christian Jews in Asia Minor, the Apostle Peter wrote, Honor all men, love the brotherhood. In these two brief sentences, notes author John R. Gunn, we find the two basic principles of democracy. Honor all men. This is what the founders of the American Republic had in mind when they declared that all men are born equal. They were speaking in denial of the old world idea of class distinctions and preferment on the basis of birth. They were challenging the principle of the divine right of kings. Treat every man as a king. Give every man a chance. Keep the door open so that all, the high and the low, the skilled and the unskilled, shall have equal opportunity. Where this opportunity does not exist, democracy is a sham. Love the brotherhood. Work together for the good of all. Treat one another as members of a common family. You can't omit love from democracy and make it work. It simply isn't practical. The law of love is the law of nature as well as the law of God and is not to be subordinated to any so-called law of necessity. Democracy is not primarily politics nor election by a majority. Democracy means that we are united in a social body in which we live together, work together, suffer together, triumph together, perish together in which we belong to one another. Democracy is the conviction of the worth of ordinary people, the conviction that there will be amazing results from unlikely sources if the doors of opportunity are thrown open wide enough to challenge and inspire all people. Be Still and Know, produced for the Presbyterian Church in the United States, closes with this admonition from the book of 1 Peter. Honor all men. Love the brotherhood. And that's it for tonight. Join us tomorrow morning, 5 a.m., for one hour of morning inspiration. That's one hour of morning inspiration. And, of course, 8 p.m. for Nation Talk. That's at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. So then, God bless you. Have a wonderful and blessed Easter celebration.
Larry likes being able to transfer funds in real time from his Bank of America bank account to his Merrill Edge investing account so he can focus on the reason he's investing in the first place. Please in prayer. Pray with me, Lord Jesus. I am a sinner. Jesus, thank you that you loved me enough that you became a man and died on the cross. Paid the price for all the wrong things that I have done. I'm sorry for my sin. It's my sin that puts you on that cross. And I'm sorry. I don't want to live in rebellion to you anymore. I ask you to forgive me. And tonight I open my heart and I invite you into my life to be my Savior and my Lord. I believe, Jesus, you are the Son of God. I believe you died for me to pay the price for all the wrong things that I've committed against God and against man. I believe that on the third day, by the power of God, you were raised from the dead as living proof that my trust in you tonight is not in vain. I believe that as Christ was raised from the dead, so tonight, Almighty God, you are raising me from the dead. From the death of sin, you are giving me a new life, the life of Jesus Christ. Oh God, on my testimony and the belief in my heart, and according to your word, at this moment, I believe I am saved. I am saved. I am saved. Oh, let me ask you, friends, in closing tonight, have you done this? Have you obeyed the gospel? Have you obeyed the gospel? Have you come to that obedience of faith? Have you come to that place of true repentance and true faith? Have you turned around? Have you forsaken your sin? Have you turned around? Have you forsaken your sin? Are you trusting alone tonight in Jesus Christ for your salvation? For there is no other way. There is no other message. For there is no other way. There is no other message. Oh, come to him. Come to the Saviour tonight. Come to him just as you are. Come to him in your sin. Come to him in all your needs. Cast yourself upon his mercy and upon his infinite grace. Cast yourself upon his mercy and upon his infinite grace. Cast yourself truly to him. And you too will enter into that joy of sin forgiven. Peace with God and eternal, abundant life through Jesus Christ, our Lord.
for the things you've done for me. Things so undeserved, yet you gave to prove your love to me. I owe it all to thee. 